I can't say tonight that I enjoy this privilege of speaking. God is such a wonderful God. Yes, he is. What do you do without God in your life? The events of the last several weeks in my family's life have made me want to walk closer with God. Death is on every one's trail. I don't know that I could stress that to people enough. You that don't know God, death stands very near. We preach a lot about heaven. We tell a lot about what heaven will look like. We read in the scriptures what we perceive it to be. But those that don't know God tonight, hell is very real. It describes it in a several different ways in the scripture. I believe it was Christ told them that hell enlarges its borders daily. People just go in not realizing that that's the direction that they're taking. Satan blinds your mind and your heart. It says in one place in the reading of the law, the veil is even over their hearts, even unto this day. I read an article as of late about a family that was caught in a fire And it was a brush fire that they were in the middle of. And they got in their automobile and they began to drive, thought surely they could escape. Every avenue they took was blocked by fire. They were on a cliff, I believe, about 800 feet high. And they began to have to, they got out of the car and began to try to descend the cliff. And the fire was right behind them. They barely escaped with their life. Will that be your fate tonight? I've seen that as of late. Waiting for the 11th hour, if it would, that Christ talked about them going into the vineyard. The 11th hour of life. You might not have an 11th hour in your life. 
That fire that is talked about where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched is very real. It's not something that we just speak of in uh, terms of just talking, idly speaking, but fire, the fire that burneth where the worm dieth not, that the rich man lifted up his eyes in hell, the scripture says. But it also said he fared sumptuously in this life. Are you going to put off salvation until it's too late? Are you going to sit and do nothing about your salvation? The best way to lose your life is to do nothing. The scripture I've lived by for the last few weeks is found in 2 Corinthians in the 5th chapter. One very short verse. The 7th verse. For we walk by faith and not by sight. I put a lot of faith in what God can do in my life. I put a lot of faith that he can take care of me in every situation of life. I have commended my children into the faith of God, into his hands. I commend my church and my people into the faith of God and into God's hands. Without faith, the scripture says, it's impossible to please God. I guess sometimes people think when they come into our congregation, into our meetings for maybe the very first time that... We are at war with other denominations or other peoples, but we're not at war with anyone. Our sole desire for all men might be saved. That's all we're interested in. We're not interested in the wealth or your money or anything that you would have materially. We're not interested in what you can do for us as a group of people. But we are interested in what God can do for you and you can do for God tonight. It's a very careful walk. And I say to all people of all ages, if you don't know God, make a run for your life for the fire is right behind you. It's very close at hand. If God calls you in a moment, he'll call you. God is the death angel is very real tonight. We think sometimes when we are young that it's very far off and then we begin to get a little strength and a little age and we think that we can just about do anything with our human body and we begin to go out and prosper a little bit in this life mm-hmm. and we think surely we, that we don't need God but we need Him most of all whenever we think we don't need Him is when we do need Him most of all. We need God in every circumstance of life. I don't care what you're doing in life, you need God. If you begin to go out into the world on a daily basis and begin to face the things of life, you need God in your life. You need Him to deliver you. You need Him to talk to. You need Him to walk with you in your daily walk. And most of all, if you're married, you need Him in your marriage life. you got children, you need Him to raise your children with. You need to take God everywhere that you go. 
There's not a place in life that I can think of that you don't need God tonight. You need him in everything that you do and everything that you undertake. And so what the, I don't know if you'll make anything out of what. <clears throat> Behold what manner of love. The Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. There is a separation when you find God in your life. There you begin to look at the world and you begin to look at the pleasures of the world in a different light. I know I've experienced all those things that the scripture talks about. The scripture is very real in my life. Beloved, now we are the sons of God. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know when we shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. We shall begin to reflect the things of God in our life. We shall begin to do godly things whenever we accept God in our life. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself even as he is pure. Whosoever, and this is what separates us from most every denomination that I know of that preaches the word of God. Whosoever committed sin transgresses also the law, for sin is a transgression of the law. We're telling you tonight to get out of sin and the sinning business. And we know that he was manifest, talking about Christ, talking about faith that we can have in this man that came not to just hide sins, but he said, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. And we know that he was manifest to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not, and whosoever sinneth has not seen him, neither known him. Talking about Christ, talking about God. If we begin to have sin on our garments, I don't care who we are, I don't care what nationality we are, I don't care if we go to Christ's sanctified holy church, if we have sin on our garment, we're a sinner just as sure, and God doesn't have any part with sin. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteous is righteous, even as he that is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the very beginning. This is why the sin principle fell upon man was because Satan came in and deceived the very seed of man in the very beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. And whenever we talk about that fire that burneth and is not quenched, we're talking about being cast with Satan and all his angels into a hell that burneth and there's no escape throughout all eternity. Can you imagine how long eternity is? I can't. I have no opinion about how long eternity is. But I do know that it's longer than I can think or imagine in my heart or in my life. Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. You have to get out of the sinning business tonight if you're going to serve God. For his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. God can take us and we can be born again, not of the corruptible things, but we can come out from under the corruptible things of this world and have the seed of God within our heart and within our life and know for an assurance that God is in our hearts. Right. 
In this the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil, whosoever does not righteous is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another, not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and whereby slew he him, because his own works were evil, and his brother's was righteous. We can't even have aught against our brother in this life. We've got to have everything taken out in this life. We've got to have the sin principle removed and we've got to fall in love with God entirety in our life. Marvel not, my brother, if the world hate you. We know that we have passed from death into life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Whosoever hateth his brother... We can't have hate in our heart. God removes everything that is unlike Him whenever we begin to serve God. And you know that no murder has eternal life abiding in Him. Whereby, hereby perceive we the love of God because He laid down His life for us that we might lay down our lives for the brethren. Whosoever has this world's good and seeth his brother have need and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God? It's a careful walk when we take the name of Christ into our heart, into our life. Whosoever has this, my little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. It pays us to serve God with our whole heart tonight. We've got to have faith that God can come in, that He can cleanse us, that He can wash us clean, that, that He can do everything and be everything to us in this life. But beloved, if our hearts condemn us, we uh, condemn us not, then we have confidence toward God. Yeah. And whosoever we ask and receive of Him because we keep His commandments and do those things are pleasing in His sight. And this is the commandment that we should believe on the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as He has given us commandments. And He that keepeth His commandments dwelleth in Him, and He in Him, and hereby we know that He abideth in us by the Spirit that He has given us. It pays us to serve God tonight. In every situation of life, it pays us. Death, I can't explain. Explain it to you. I can't tell you enough how much death is on your trail, how close it is. Fifty and sixty years will pass like a morning's nap, like a vapor of smoke our life is. And if we don't do something for God now, we'll never have the opportunity. Today is the day of salvation, and now is the accepted time. Harden not your hearts. Don't put off in the day that you can serve. Tonight you have opportunity to love and serve God. Don't put it off. I beg of you, whosoever, if you don't know God, I beg of you tonight to trust Him for the future. God can take care of you in every situation of life. And I just thought about talking about faith when we go over into the 11th chapter of Hebrews and we begin to read about all that faith that those old prophets had. I tell you, they didn't see God in the flesh. They didn't have Him to walk before them as we do today in our hearts and in our lives. But they trusted that God was going to deliver them in every situation. And it says, by faith, when Abraham was called to go out into a place which he had after received for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not 
not knowing whether he went. Tonight, we don't know where we're going to be led in this life. We don't know the future. We don't know what we're going to run into down the road of life. But with God on our side, whatever it is, it's better than having the world in our heart and our life. Having no way to turn in this life is better. By faith, he sojourned in a land of promise as a stranger in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, heirs of him with the same promise. For he looked for a city. Tonight I found that city. Isn't it good to be dwelling in a city that flows with milk and honey? A city we can depend upon. A city where there's a wall of fire around about us that protects us as we go through this life. And you that don't know God are outside the city. You're looking in. The fire is at your heels. It's burning. Are you going to escape with your life tonight? I'll tell you, if you serve the devil, every direction you go, there's fire, there's hail, there's brimstone, just like they did in the destroying of Sodom and Gomorrah, your life will be destroyed. God had to take Lot by the hand and lead him out of that city, drug him out. Tonight, can we drag you out of that city? Can we cause you to want to come in and serve God? Can we cause you not to look back? Told, told Lot's wife and told them, said, don't look back. Don't look back to the sin. Don't look back to the degradation of the world. We can't look. He that putteth his hands to the plow and looketh back is not worthy of the kingdom of God. Tonight we want to go forward. We want to march forward as some of these prophets did in the days of old. Lord bless. Excuse me. I've been reading about Abraham over in the old scripture. And when the angel began to appear to him and Sarah and began to tell him they were going to have a son. <coughs> it seemed like they, they almost lost faith. 25 years after the promise was given to Abraham. And, and he began to look. He said, how is it possible? Just how is it possible? Seeing I'm an old man and my wife well stricken in years. But with God, anything and everything is possible. Let's don't count God slack concerning his promises. Through faith, <coughs> through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised Therefore spring even as of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars in the sky in multitude, and as the sands which are by the sea so innumerable, these all died in faith, not having received the promise. But having seen them afar off, yeah. oh, they looked down the line of time. Yeah. They saw Christ. Yeah. They saw that Redeemer. They saw the one that was going to be the Deliverer. We can look back and we see that Christ, the Deliverer. He can walk with us and talk with us. He can be in our hearts. He can be, as I talked about, that fire around about us. And having seen them afar off and was persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say... Such <clears throat> things declare plainly that they seek a country. Yeah. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from which they came out, they might have not, might have had opportunity to have returned. But they desired a better country. Yeah. We found that country tonight. We live in a heavenly Jerusalem. The Lamb of God has given us that heavenly Jerusalem. 
from which they came out, they might have opportunity to return. But now that it is our better country, that is a heavenly country. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. And by faith, when Abraham was tried, offered up Isaac, and he received the promise, offered up his only begotten son. Isn't it great faith that Abraham had when he made that journey over there to that mountain? Yeah. And he not only made the journey, but he put the lad up on the, made an altar, put the lad up on the altar, bound him, yeah. and drew the knife to slay him. Yeah. Do we have faith tonight that he can raise us? up from the dead we that are dead in the trespass and in sin God can raise you up tonight he can give you newness of life that lamb that was caught in the thicket there when Abraham was going to make that sacrifice that lamb tonight stands up on the hill that lamb sits up on the throne he's been offered the sacrifice has been made and tonight we can be covered by that blood oh isn't it wonderful let's have some faith tonight that God can deliver us in every situation <clears throat> Pray that you might have gotten just a little bit about <clears throat> what I'm trying to tell you. You need God. Every man needs God. Abraham needed him. Isaac needed him. Jacob needed him. The patriots needed him. We begin to go down through the line of time, Moses, Joshua, begin to go through the judges, they all needed him. We get down to John and we find that John needed Christ too. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. There on the day of Pentecost, they needed Christ more than they needed anything else when they begin to tear in that upper room. When God began to send them out to preach into the world as he sends us out to preach into the world, we need God and we need Christ with us more than we need anything. Tonight I plead with you. I beg of you. If you don't know God, think where you're going to spend your eternity. Life is very short. It can be cut even shorter if we don't serve God. Sin can cause us to lose our life if we don't serve God. We can make decisions and we are we in sin that we wish we had never made. We can go places we wish we had never gone. We can associate with people we wish we had never associated with. And if we die in sin, we're going to live with those people that we wouldn't have anything to do with in this life. I plead of you, I beg of you, if you don't know God tonight, think where you're going to spend your eternity. Consider, take that faith that God can give you into your heart, into your life, and consider where you're going to spend eternity. I thank you for the few moments of time, and y'all pray for me.